Welcome to Transform with Dr. Maggie Yu, the show about how to become a pilot and not a passenger in your health and in your life. Hey, everybody. We are live right now. And today we got something special going on because one of the things that I really want to talk to people about is, of course, um, there's a lot of autoimmune issues that are nebulous, mystery symptoms, uh, and a lot of people don't even know they're linked with autoimmunity. And so today we actually have a alumni guest with me um, and Jamie, and this is almost a two-year follow-up later. So it's going to answer, how do you solve these mystery problems? And number two is, is it sustainable? And so without further ado, we'll be jumping right in. Hey, everybody. Welcome today. Uh, I'm Maggie UMD, functional and holistic medicine physician and owner of Transform Autoimmune. If you haven't joined our Facebook group, I'm going to tell you to go ahead and check out our Facebook group on Facebook called Transform Autoimmune Disease Naturally. I am a functional medicine physician. What is that? That means that I take all of my training and 10 years as a MD practicing in family medicine, and I combine it with some kick-ass um, functional medicine, natural, holistic, data-driven approach to autoimmunity training and experience as an autoimmune survivor myself over the next 14 years. So 24 years, put that together, and we put it into a program called Transform Autoimmune Disease Naturally. So blah, 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 blah. that was a lot of words. <laughs> For anybody who's alumni who's joining us right now, if you could actually let us know in the comment section you're an alumni and what autoimmune struggles you've conquered in the comment section below, that'd be really awesome. For those of you that are new, I would love to learn more about you. In the comment section, tell me what mystery symptoms or autoimmune issues you're struggling with. That'd be really great in the comment section below. And if you're on Facebook and you've made some comments, make sure to check your message request inbox because our team may have been reaching out to you with some resources um, to start your journey to recovery. So today, we're going to get started. Um, we're dealing with some mystery, big diagnoses that a lot of people don't know what the heck to do with in the conventional world. We're talking POTS, dysautonomia, IBS, uh, mystery neurological symptoms. So without further ado, Jamie, you're an alumni of a program. You graduated almost over a year ago. So yeah. I'd love for you to introduce yourself to our audience. Sure. Um, I'm Jamie, and, and I am the queen of mystery illnesses <laughs> and, and mystery symptoms where they don't really fit anything in particular, but I know they're there even though nobody else sees them. Um, so yeah, I've, I've been a graduate of this program about a year now. Um, and I am a psychotherapist, uh, 38 years old, living in Southern California with my husband and my kids. Um, yeah, about two years ago, I just started to develop um, kind of random neurological symptoms and that had followed maybe 15 years of GI um, stuff that was just labeled, you know, IBS, which is just like the, the, the garbage where, you know, where everything goes and they don't know what to do with it, the, the garbage label. Um, so yeah, I started to get a lot of neurological symptoms and I just started piling on different symptoms. Um, so yeah, I was the neurological and then came like really foggy thinking. Um, then came the pot symptoms, which is like, I couldn't stand up without my heartbeat going, you know, 140 miles per hour. Um, and I don't know, just a ton of mystery things. I didn't really know what to do with rashes. Yeah. You name it. How, yeah. many of you suffer, how many of you in the audience suffer with any of those symptoms right now? Type it into chat right now in the comment section below. That would be really great. So as a healthcare or mental healthcare provider yourself, very educated, um, busy mom, busy, busy entrepreneur yourself, 
you've researched the hell out of this. I mean, this is at least a 15 year struggle for you. Yeah. Yeah. Prior to joining the program, what was your biggest frustration with the medical care that you had received to date? Well, first of all, you know, I didn't get any answers. And so I was confused. And I also lost a lot of trust in the medical field um, because I felt like everyone was really dismissive of what I was experiencing. Um, and no one could really lead me in a direction. I was left to kind of research things on my own and, and take care of myself. And so I just lost a lot of trust that, that the medical field was there to really um, help me figure out what was wrong and then help me to heal what was going on with me. So, okay. Um, what I'm going to tell people is that we, at the end of this interview, we are actually going to show a video of where Jamie was a, a year ago, right after she completed our two month online program right now. She's you're a year out. Yeah. And this is impossible to solve. I mean, come on, IBS for 15 years, um, postural hyper <laughs> orthostatic <laughs> tachycardia yep. and all, yep. all this stuff. I mean, so yep. my question for you is, I mean, how bad were things a year and a half ago? How much of an impact did this have on your family, your professional life, your financials? How much of an impact did these health symptoms have on you? Yeah, tremendously. I, I feel like I was maybe functioning at about 10% of, of where I would normally be. Um, I couldn't work. Uh, I really couldn't parent. Um, my anxiety was out of control, which is not something I'd really had before, but I was even ha having a lot of like emotional symptoms. Um, I brought a souvenir to kind of show how far I've come. And that is, I lived in this hat. Maggie, do you remember this hat? I made so fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> I called it your headache helmet. Yeah, I had to wear this helmet, you know, 24 hours a day, every day in my life, just to be able to sit upright. Um, and so I had to dig it out of the freezer. I haven't had this thing out in over a year. Um, so this is, it's my little thing I keep just to remind me how far I've come. Yeah, I just, I wasn't functioning at all. Not at all. So at the end, like, first of all, at the end of two months of working on our online program with us, a lot yeah. of people are just like, you know, like, what can an online program do? And for me, it's like a hell of a lot more than uh, tons of uh, individual visits. And trust yeah. me, I've worked in that setting. So the reason I really focus on the online program is because we can get such bigger results uh, and sustainability for it. Yeah. If you can get results that are bigger, faster and sustainable, Mm -hmm. uh, that makes the most, why wouldn't you do that? Right? right. So what were your results at the end of the two month program? Not right now. Let's go back to a year ago when you ended, uh, when you ended our program, where were you? Uh, for one, I had no GI symptoms at all, which to me was miraculous because that's something we had had, you know, for 15 years before I started piling on all the other symptoms. Um, so that was totally gone. Um, I think I was starting to make strides in being able to be more functional. Mm -hmm. As far as like sitting up, my anxiety was way down. Um, my hormones, I think, were starting to get a little bit more, you know, where they needed to be. So I was, I was on my way. I was starting to see progress little by little. Okay. And so we're, and at that time, I asked you what the secret sauce was. We did the interview. And mm -hmm. I know we, we both haven't seen that interview since then. So at the end of this, we're going to play that interview. To, yeah, it's yeah. going to be like throwback to memory lane for both of us. But my question for you was, uh, what do you think during the program was the secret sauce that really worked? Like, why is it so different? Because, I mean, I could tell you, I could say up the wazoo that an online platform where you get your own data the educational modules and master level training and how to think and process uh, all the pieces of data and put it together with me is transformational to different huge results. 
But I want to know from your personal experience, what was it about the program that was so different than all the care that you've received prior? Right. So, you know, first and foremost, I think just knowing that I was going to find uh, a solution or at least to be, be able to identify what the problems were and that there was hope to be able to put this back together. Um, that was huge because I hadn't felt hope in a very long time. Um, so that was number one. Number two is, um, you know, finding out what my linchpins were. Um, that was huge for me. And then you showing how to put those all together to make the system work again. So what were your linchpins? I'm, I mean, people want to know. They're going to be like, get get some nitty gritty detail. What were some of your linchpins for you, Jamie? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, some of the, the food mapping was helpful. So knowing what I was reacting to food-wise, um, you know, one of my test results was showing that my adrenals were really crazy. Um, and to me, I think that's, you know, a result of how stressed out I was feeling too about my illness. Um, and so being able to address the adrenals, being able to heal those, um, that was truly calming down everything else. Okay. So just even those couple linchpins is absolutely not the standard of care in autoimmunity. Right. Okay. First of all, what the hell is food mapping? Um, and a lot of people don't even understand how unique food mapping of a process is to our program and why it works so well. Like for me, as a, um, not only a um, MD, but as a functional medicine doctor, I want data with this. And I personally got so much sicker off of elimination diets. I didn't get better. I mean, they worked great, but they did not work. And so I really wanted to work on a data-driven approach. And the thing is, people are just going to be like, oh, is this just all about testing? And the answer is, hell no, it's not about testing. This is how you actually learn how to understand what the right test is and also what are false positive and negatives, even on the right test. So you had to know exactly which foods you could eliminate, but which foods you can totally bring back. So most of this is about bringing food back. You've been dealing with IBS for 15 years. So tell me how the food mapping results was very revolutionary for you. You know, it, it took a lot of time and effort trying to guess what was aggravating me and what wasn't. And it seemed like different things on different days were okay, and then the next day it wouldn't be okay. And so it was just a lot of effort spent around anxiety about eating. Um, and so the food mapping kind of let me know definitively what was bugging me and what wasn't. And that was very helpful. What was really bugging you? Were you surprised? Gluten, gluten, gluten for you, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, gluten was huge. That's the number one thing that I removed that I think really changed, really changed everything. Was there any surprises or shockers on your food mapping with the data? Um, yeah, I think like baker's yeast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was kind of random for me. Um, cane sugar, which I'm like, all right, it's not the worst thing that I get rid of that anyway. So actually, you now know already what that means when you have those two positive. <laughs> There's yeah. secret sauce on that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are false positives, and you know there's a whole different right. meaning to that. Right, right, right. Which is like, right. my gosh, this is like so. It's like blowing the lid off of this idea that people do have not. I mean, doctors, and then as a result, their patient. Even when doctors are running tests for food allergies or food sensitivities, they don't know what the hell false positives and negatives are when it comes specifically to the autoimmune population, which have way more false positives and negatives. So there's a lot of misunderstanding out there, misuse of data, money not well spent, uh, and just wrong information that people act on and don't get the results from. All right. So you said secret sauce, number one, food mapping. And the second one you said was, oh, adrenals. What does hormones have to do with IBS or POTS? Right. So I thought nothing. 
<laughs> How many of you out there think nothing? How many of you think that hormones and adrenals have nothing to do with your autoimmune issues? And how many of you have been told by your doctors that, that none of that has to do with autoimmune issues? Adrenals? Oh, that's boohoo. Okay. What have you learned? Well, you know, everything. They have everything to do with each other. You know, oh, they, yeah. they impact each other greatly. And at first I was a little bit annoyed by that. I'm like, oh, like one more thing is broken. I have to, I have to fix. But then I'm like, oh, no, this is great. Because if I sort of address one, it affects this one. Affects this. So it all kind of works together, uh, either negatively or if you get it running in a good direction. And they all work together wonderfully. Yeah. Um, I know... Uh, I think we're having a little bit of an echo issue. I'm trying to figure out if it's tolerable or not. Okay. I can switch devices if that would help. Let's take a switch of a device and see if that helps. Okay. So I'll just take myself off of right here. Sorry, guys. In the meantime, I'm going to go through some comments. Um, we got a bunch of... Um, we got a bunch of alumni who's commenting. Amy, thank you for raising your hand, alumni there. We got uh, Diane, um, who's been struggling with RA, and she's an alumni, says brain fog, um, core body weakness, feeling awesome. Um, that's wonderful. Thank you, Diane. We got a um, Rachel who's saying that she's dealing with Hashimoto's and Addison's. And Rachel, what do you think Addison's adrenal issues has to do with Hashimoto's? Everything. Uh, Margaret, alumni, says hi. Um, and then let's see, we got, let's see, Jennifer is telling us about, um, dealing with, um, yeah, chronic fatigue syndrome. How many of you think chronic fatigue syndrome is not related with autoimmunity? The answer is, oh yes. How many else of you are dealing with Hashimoto's, Addison's or chronic fatigue syndrome, right? So I'm going to go ahead and add Jamie back into the stream. There you are. Yep. Can you hear okay. me? Okay. Oh my gosh. So much better. Thank you. Okay. Good. I, love yeah, I, I wanted to add, I also had chronic fatigue issues. That's, that was one of the things I was struggling with as well. Yeah. And that was the thing is, I mean, and you're a, you're running your own business and your own, yeah. own, your own mental health practice. So having fatigue, IBS, and then all of a sudden blood pressure, tachycardia and anxiety, mm -hmm. on a no can do. Yeah. It wasn't ideal. So I know that you said at the end of the program, you just two months working with us, no GI symptoms. Mm -hmm. Where was your fatigue? Oh, it, it, it was, I would say probably 75% gone. Okay. 75% gone. Yeah. I mean, right. and just for a few weeks, that was, that was incredible to me. You know, Jamie, I'm going to tell you, I've loved watching your journey this past, you know, year. And just so you guys know, we have a co alumni community. The community in our program is there during our program, but we have a rampant, <laughs> a rabid and rampant alumni community and their own group. And they are there supporting each other. And I've loved watching your journey this past year Thanks. to the point where in full disclosure, you guys, uh, I've hired Jamie just in the last couple of weeks to be a employee in our company as a facilitator in our program to actually help others go through our program. Because I want alumni who've actually gone through this process to actually be able to help others facilitate them through this program. So in full disclosure, Jamie just came on as a new employee for us just within the last two weeks. So welcome to our team, Jamie. Thank you. <laughs> but the question that, um, and, and our Facebook team actually wanted you to come on because there's a question of sustainability. People mm -hmm. want to know, oh, after two months, this is where you're at, but where are you a year later or two years later? Where are you a year later? Yeah. Well, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm back to where I was before I started adding on all the symptoms minus the GI symptoms. So I'm kind of better than how I was when I first started getting sick. 
You're to better me, that's than you were before you yeah. got sick. Wait yeah. a minute. Okay, <laughs> clarify that for everybody. That's not a minor point. That's like a serious big point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I feel like I'm I have more energy than I did. I have more kind of clarity about what my body needs to work um, optimally. Mm-hmm. Um, my brain is pretty clear. I feel like I've made a few mindset shifts that I needed to make because that's part of what we did in the program too. That was huge for me. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like I'm a much better version of myself than I was before. And so, always. So this is why I say our program is people are like, oh, it's just two months. No, it's two months to launch you into a year of autoimmune turnaround, right? And what you're saying is right now, currently today, you're better off than you were 15 years ago before you got Mm -hmm. sick. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's huge. Yeah. And I'm I'm getting older too. So that's huge that I'm feeling better now than I did 15 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, so the other question I had was that you had mentioned that as a, you work in mental health and you mentioned Mm -hmm. that you had to learn and make some major mindset shifts Yeah, and we do a lot of mindset work in our program. So I'm curious as to what mindset shifts that you have to make that was really crucial to you being here today where you're at with your health. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things that I learned through the program is that um, we tend to fall into one of three categories and I, I was pretty... Uh, felt pretty strongly in the the people pleaser category. And, you know, with that, that kind of means that I tend to put my own self um, behind everyone else, right? And so through this program, I had to make a lot of shifts that meant, you know, I need to put my own health first, myself first, um, in order to even be able to love other people well. Um, And so doing that, you know, I, I learned how to say no to certain things that would stress me out and, and just care for myself better. You know, so even just eliminating that stress of saying yes to everything, you know, that even helped my body by, by calming my adrenals down. And, you know, that did a lot, not as stressed out. You know, question for you was, how do you think being able to now be where you are with your health, how did that impact on you professionally and financially uh, once you've been able to overcome your health challenges? Well, being able to go back to work has been wonderful. Um, I also take a lot about what I learned with mindset and I can apply it to clients that I see at work. Um, So that's been helpful. Everybody appreciates that, you know, and even some of the worksheets, you know, that we did. um, Yeah, I can bring those into sessions, you know, and and it creates a, an almost immediate shift because it's causing you to look at the here and now and and how what you're doing now is impacting, you know, your current reality. Mm, I love that. Um, who would you say right now, there's a lot of people in the audience who, um, is, you know, they are struggling with these symptoms. Like Amber out there just said, just got the hormone hat class helped so much with my POTS. Oh, Amber's talking about my hormone masterclass. So she Mm -hmm. took my hormone masterclass and she said, it's really helped her POTS out huge. So many people out there with POTS, this autonomia, IBS. She said, can't wait to do the whole program. Thank you. Another person says Hashimoto's 20 years, pure health, six months in turnaround Mm -hmm. alumni. Oh, that's an alumni turnaround. I love that. Thank you, alumni. Um, What would you say to somebody out there who's, uh, let's say, on the fence and they're like, um, you know, I'm just going to go see my six other specialists and find another six new providers to deal with my six different mystery symptoms or autoimmunity. What would you say to them right now? Because you were there. Yeah. Well, if you want to go ahead and learn the hard way, go for it. You know, keep seeing all those specialists. But, you know, I I feel like I was one of those people that uh, had to learn the hard way and I wasted a lot of time and a lot of money. Um, So I would say, you know, you've probably been through the ringer. Um, You've probably been given 
diagnoses, even medication, and it's not really doing what you wanted it to do, or else you wouldn't be here watching this live, right? If you were doing well. Um, and so I, I, I want to let people know that I'm kind of a walking, talking testament that things can be turned around because I was just really a mess, like really a mess. And I didn't think I was ever going to get out of the hole. Um, and it didn't take too long. I mean, it took a couple months and here I am, you know, a year out and, and I feel as though I'm better than I was before. So I, I just want to let you know that there really is hope and there's change, you know, that's available to you. You know, in full disclosure though, I mean, you, you were, I mean, you were real. It wasn't just anxiety. I mean, I remember many masterminds, live coaching sessions where you were laying flat in your hat, really weighed down, depressed, scared. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I would almost say a little hopeless. Like you didn't think you were actually going to get, I don't, I think there was a point where you thought it really wasn't going to get better. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that if if you're in any kind of pain, emotional, physical, whatever, if you know there's an end to it, you can endure it, right? But when you're in that place of just severe suffering and you don't know if this is going to go on forever or not, because a lot of times conventional medicine will tell you there's no end to this. You know, we can't do anything about this. So good luck. You know, and that really put me in a horrible uh, emotional space. And so that's why I was saying that part of this program, what was the most impactful to me uh, the first few weeks was just gaining that hope back, knowing, okay, this is going to be temporary. I don't have to feel like this forever. You know, and that was enough for me to, to get going. Well, Jamie, you know, because since you just started uh, um, working as a facilitator in the program, our very uh, the pod that you were just starting to work with, I was on with, um, I think, Lauren and Claire, um, or Meredith and Claire, and they said, I, I asked them, what is the dominant word that describes your uh, dominant emotion right now? And they said, fear. And I said, what are you yeah. afraid of? And I said, and they said um, that it's not going to work. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you're going to your first mastermind. so. Um, and the first thing we do was wins. People are celebrating the wins that they're having in the program while they're in it. And it was fascinating because at the end of it, I asked those two newbies the exact same question. I said, so what is the dominant word to describe your dominant emotion? They're like, uh, hopeful and excitement. And I was like, well, why? And they go, because there's proof. There's mm-hmm. people in this program. And they're just some people are like a week ahead, two weeks ahead. Some people are two months ahead. I can see the evidence that this is working. Yeah. And I said, this is why I say I start hope for breakfast, but we end the day with results and outcomes, yeah. period, yeah. you know? And so it's just amazing to actually see even within two hour time frame, people starting to program their very first week has a shift as mm-hmm. they actually see real evidence that this actually works. Yeah. Totally. It's no joke. This works. Totally. Yep. This is why it bugs me. It really actually is like this big it re- actually makes me kind of angry when people have fibromyalgia, POTS, dysautonomia, Lyme, whatever, you know, rheumatoid arthritis, and they go to the doctor and the doctor says, well, unless you take this medication or that medication, or if these don't work on you, there's nothing more you can do for you. Mm-hmm. I can do for you. And to me, that's just honestly bull because yeah. just because, and, and well-meaning doctors, don't get me wrong, but they just haven't been trained in literally hundreds of other tools that functional medicine provider like myself who've gone through autoimmunity is able to teach somebody. So for me, it's like, there aren't just two options, which is surgery or medication to deal with your hundreds of symptoms. There's literally hundreds of other solutions that can be specifically tailored to you based on your own data. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's a disservice as a doctor is concerned where just because you don't know the other hundred tools doesn't mean that this patient doesn't have tons of other choices. And it's good to admit that. 
But the thing is, they can't admit you don't know what you don't know. Right. And my Angelou right. said, when you know better, you do better. So I get it because I was one of those doctors before I got sick that told people, oh, um, you're tired. All your labs came back normal. You want an antidepressant? Yeah. <laughs> I was one of those doctors. Yeah which is typical until I got sick. It's almost like we have to get humbled by getting sick ourselves Yeah, to then learn that humility and that suffering actually creates the impetus for us to actually get our own education, our own solutions, and then later to share it with others. Okay. Tara Z says, that's so true. Doctors often tell you your condition is progressive or there's no cure. You are the living proof that you can heal. Do you hear that, Jamie? Yeah. And, you know, I, I got my hope from watching other people before me, you know, kind of give their testimony. Well, Tara um, saw you in your helmet hat. Yeah, she did. <laughs> how many she of you did. guys in the alumni actually saw Jamie in her helmet hat and saw, like, actually how dire that situation really was. So, all right, everybody. So for those of you who are interested in learning more about what is a transform autoimmune. Um, I'm going to have you have um, join our Facebook group. If you haven't joined our Facebook group in the comment section, we're going to post a link to join the group. If you're watching this outside the group, if you're in the group and you're like, I really want to understand what this five pillar approach is. Uh, I'd love for you to write some comments and tell me a little bit more about you and write five pillars and check out your message request inbox and we'll send some resources your way and you can check out our five pillars training where we actually go through all the five pillars of transform and why this freaking works so well for any autoimmune disorder or mystery symptom disorder. Now, what I'd love to do is I know that um, Jamie's going to have to take off at some point, but I uh, had promised you guys that we're actually going to do a watch party right now. We're going to watch a video of Jamie. Uh, a year ago, just two months after the program, okay? And we're going to do a live commentary. And if Jamie has to uh, drop off, I'll be continuing live commentary. But this is going to be fun for us. You're going to watch uh, with us, Jamie, a year ago, right after she was done with the program. You ready, Jamie? Yeah, I think so. I think so, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Couldn't I couldn't do anything but just lay there. I couldn't fix meals of all the doctor's visits, scans. I mean, it's thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. I felt kind of bullied by my own body. Uh, I remember there was some ass kicking involved. That's my favorite part. A lot of ass everybody. I wanted to introduce today to you Jamie. And Jamie is a classic case of someone with tons of symptoms and tons of diagnostic workup for decades and not getting any answers and getting sicker and sicker to the point of disability. How does she turn this around from 10 out of 10 symptoms of severe neurological pain, fatigue, brain fog, and tons of food sensitivities into, you'll see what happens <laughs> after a couple months. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you guys know I like to build the suspense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep laughing at myself. And the alumni always comment after one of these live interact um, reaction videos. They always say, it's so funny how you love laughing at yourself. <laughs> hey, better than laughing at me. Okay. All right, everybody. Jamie, I'd love for you to introduce yourself. Sure. Hey, everybody. I'm Jamie. Um, I'm 37 years old. I live in Southern California. Um, I have two little kids at home and I'm a marriage and family there. And I'm glad I fixed the angle of the camera. That's good. <laughs> is that a blessing or is that a problem? Yeah. So for sure now it's a blessing. 
Um, initially, it drove me crazy because I thought if I could just get that diagnosis, then you know I could figure out a perfect plan or fix it or whatever. Um, and then what I learned from you, Maggie, is that it kind of doesn't matter what your diagnosis is because you deal with it all the same mm-hmm. way. So, yeah. Well, there's a root cause. Well, I'm about to say what I just said, <laughs> but, but I think that's a really important point, Jamie, is that you are on the hunt for diagnosis for decades. Right. And that how right. many people in the audience are still searching for their diagnosis, thinking once they know their diagnosis, then they can start dealing with it. And that's, I think your whole point is don't wait till you get a diagnosis. This root cause approach works for any mystery illness. Um, period. And why get help? Wait, why wait for that? And some people, most people never find a diagnosis actually. So mm-hmm. your, your life is on hold until there's some diagnostic test to tell you what the diagnosis is. Why don't you just end it now? End whatever that is now. Um, so don't let the search for diagnosis hold you down is the lesson here, I think. As to all autoimmune diseases, uh, regardless of whether you actually have a diagnosis or not, there are root causes actually to chronic disease that are common. Um, so my question for you then is what were your, some of your top symptoms? You told me you had a, I mean, I remember when you first joined the program, there's a laundry list. You said 20 to 40 things. I don't know your top five. True. Top five. Yeah, you know, it was kind of nice today. I had to review, um, my, I had written it down in a journal and it's, it's so far away from my mind now. I couldn't remember. So I had to look in my journal and it was like two pages front and back of symptoms. Mm -hmm. But I think the top five would be like, um, I know I had a lot of gut issues, I had a lot of neurological symptoms, like the yeah. burning, tingling sensations. Forgot about that. Um, yeah. fog got really bad. I had a hard time yeah. like forming sentences, um, thinking, fatigue, a lot of fatigue. You're a working mom. How yeah. much of an impact that these symptoms have upon your daily life and quality of life? Oh, it took me down completely. Like there was a period of time I was bedridden. Um, my husband had to take over like all the parenting, all the house stuff. I had to take some time off of work. I mean, I just like checked out of life. I could not function. Mm-hmm. And during that time, were you working as, as a therapist as well? No. Well, first of all, I was like, I'm just not equipped right now to help anybody else <laughs> with anything because I just couldn't even get myself together. Yeah. Um, I think at that point we had a conversation, Jamie, where you were actually almost scared that you were going to lose your career over this. I, I was scared I was going to lose everything. I think I had my identity in being a certain type of parent and being a certain type of yeah. worker. And all of a sudden I couldn't do any of those roles. And I felt like I was losing my identity, my sense of worth. I was just losing everything. You know, I, yeah, I totally identify with that. Same thing happened to me a year and a half of my, during my illness, I couldn't even work without somebody next to me, like holding the computer and typing for me. Wow. And talk about feeling helpless. Yep. Right. Um, no, I couldn't. I couldn't do anything but just lay there. I couldn't fix meals. I couldn't even take showers. It was cool. and that's true. It was gross. Most people with no showers. Oh, yeah. do tons of specialists, tons of diagnostic testing, oh, yeah. tons of procedures, and tons of yep. side effects from many of these procedures and diagnostic yep. testing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I went to every single specialist that you could think of. Uh, yeah, I remember at the very beginning of the program, you were also tor- going to see yet another specialist. <laughs> I've been poked and prodded so many times. I mean, you were actually seeing another specialist and getting a- another lumbar puncture. Yeah, well, I only had one lumbar puncture, but yeah, that was. I and think now- I, I I wasn't satisfied yet. I, I wasn't done, you know, trying to go down this rabbit hole yet, and that was my last attempt to see what was really wrong. Man, and if I could have talked you out of that one, that would have oh, been like, oh. that bit me in the butt. Yeah, that one took me out for a while. 
mean? So that's what I'm saying. It's not worth it. You know, you don't need to know the diagnosis. It's not worth it. At a certain point. Yeah. I think, I mean, initially maybe, but after like a year, two years, 15 years, yeah. you're still searching for it, you know, and then mm-hmm. those procedures have consequences. That's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Poked and prodded. I totally get that. So, all right, let's fast forward. I mean, sure. you started our program about three, four months ago. Yep. Uh, we are a two month online program to transform people's autoimmunity, working directly with me and my team. And it's an educational approach to uh, turning around autoimmunity. So question for you is, you've been through this process. What are your outcomes now? Okay, so my outcomes are I'm completely symptom free. So to me, that's just like, I could not even imagine the day. And so here I am, and I'm so grateful. What do you mean you're symptom free? We just talked about you had excruciating neurological pain, terrible fatigue, severe brain fog severe food sensitivities, and you were bedridden and unable to do your job. So you yep. tell me that in the last two, three months, you went from 10 out of 10 on those things right now to zero symptoms? Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, zero. Zero. That's shocking for people. It is shocking. It is, I, I thought I was in so deep in this hole, I thought I'd never get out. I never mm-hmm. thought I would see the day. Okay. It's yeah. shocking for you. It's shocking for our audience. It's not yeah. actually shocking for me. I didn't think it would be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so thrilled for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank All you. right. So people are going to want to know that. Uh, Wait, so, but this is an important thing. Like we do, I mean, I have so many videos. We're at like over a hundred now of alumni interviews, right? And it's almost like when we, when I, we see, I mean, and Jamie, you know, in the program, how many people do you see with outcomes like that on a weekly basis? Oh, a lot, a lot. And that's what keeps you going is that you keep seeing people uh, drop their symptoms left and right. Yeah. And that was the whole thing. I mean, I just had Jen who just shared that she had 10 years of neuropathy and her neuropathy is gone. And she's like Mm -hmm. in week five or six of the program. And That's this, incredible. these are like miraculous results, but it's like yeah. our every day in the program. Yeah. But I really want to show the audience that not only this is possible, this is happening every single week. And mm-hmm. these are big things. It's like, oh, my IBS is gone. Oh, my neuropathy is gone. Oh, I can walk. Those are not small things. These are really big results right. that are happening all the time. It's right. not talking to me, but honestly, this video, if you just show that to any regular audience without immunity or anybody or even a panel of doctors, it'd be like, it, it ain't real. Can't be possible. Did I do a mimic second? You did a great job. I, I just want to add something though, and that is um if for whatever reason a symptom starts to creep back in, you know exactly what to do to get rid of it. And that's what I really like about the program, right? So if I start to feel a little something, I'm like, oh well, I know it must be this, 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 or this. You know, and then I can address it at that oh, level and then it can kind I, of, I you know, fade off. Like me. I taught you how to think like me to troubleshoot yeah. any problem. <laughs> That's right. So every time I have a symptom, I don't have to go running to a doctor. You know, I kind of know, you know, what You're the, what the deal is. You're not dependent on me or anybody else. No, right. And I can take care of it. So, you know, it was kind of interesting. Um, I started to, some of my symptoms started to creep back and I thought, what, what is going on? And And I did another hormone test because I figured, you know, it's been a while. And turns out, you know, my hormones had kind of regulated on their own and now I was over supplementing. So I started to get some symptoms because I was, you know, taking too many supplements now. So the, the answer was just, you know, to, to back off on the supplements. And that was Hell yes. Okay. Yeah. And it's so funny. I was just talking about Jen who just shared in our program on neuropathy. The reason I was remembering this when she shared today is because she's in our audience right now. And she said, I'm Jen. And it's true. 
I love that. Neuropathy, 10 years, guys, gone by week five, wow. right? That's amazing. Uh, um, identify with a lot of symptoms, these symptoms is, what do you think? Why was this different than anything else you've done? I think mm. anything else I tried, it was this very like one road approach. You mm. know, everybody has a specialty. Everybody thinks that everything boils down to one particular set up like a body part or, you know, I, I saw a gut doctor. I saw, but mm. everybody just wanted to treat whatever was wrong with me through that one lens. Mm -hmm. And so I thought what was fascinating about this approach is that it's so multifaceted. And mm -hmm. so if someone were to ask me, what's the single thing that helped you the most? I'd be like, I don't know, because there are just so many different layers and so many different things that play all at one time. And yeah. Well, actually I was having a, Jamie, I was having a conversation with a functional medicine physician and his wife who are in, currently in our program right now. And that was one oh. of the feedback that he gave to me. Um, he said, you know, like we actually treat people in conventional medicine as body parts mm -hmm. and in functional medicine, we actually also in a lot of ways treat people as body parts because most functional medicine doctors, because it's so hard to focus on this pat, these patterns, I'm a pattern recognition yeah. expert. So I yeah. love to look at the patterns and then be able to fix those patterns. But he was saying himself, he said, you know, as a functional medicine provider and, and training to be one, I wanted to specialize in a really small sliver because it would be really easy. So mm -hmm. how many functional medicine docs or naturopaths you see that are just do mold, just do Lyme, just do, yep. just do IBS, but you actually have to really pull this all together. And so I see patterns and I love teaching people these patterns and pulling it all together. I do really think that is a unique set of skills, <laughs> you know? All right. Well, that's, I call it the transform protocol, which is our five pillar approach. And our five pillars are, are individual um, key triggers of chronic disease. Yeah. And we approach it using data and education and, and live coaching with you. If you had to name one linchpin, one pillar or two pillars that really was the biggest turnaround for you in this mm -hmm. that could give hope mm -hmm. to other people, what would you say those one or two pillars were if you could? Right. Okay. So I know because of, of testing and the labs that we ran, yeah. um, I mean, I was off in every single one of the pillars, but I think for me, um, even after going through phase one of the program, I was, I was implementing all the different factors, but I still wasn't getting there. And so for me, one of the key, key factors was the mindset. Mm. Ah. <laughs> you know, like, because you always, you were saying like, oh, it's totally possible. You know, you can get to this place where you're feeling like yourself. And until I really grabbed a hold of that and believed it, I couldn't yeah. get out of whatever pattern that I was in. Well, this mm -hmm. is funny because you're a therapist. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I shouldn't be telling anybody I'm a therapist. <laughs> well, no, I love this because I think we become the best teachers in our greatest area of suffering. Ah, yeah, so I've learned, I've learned so much really about the power of our own thinking and our own belief system. So nobody signs up for this program thinking that they're going that mindset was going to be the most pivotal thing for them. That is true. I didn't because I just wanted like some easy fix, you know, like take this pill, cut out that food. And yeah, that's part of it. Right. But the harder part, you know, for permanent change for me was really the mindset stuff. It would, that was the most transformational for me. Mm -hmm. No, Jamie, I'm so glad you point this out because, you know, I'm a medical doctor, right? And so people expect coming into this program or looking at our um, pillars that this is all medically oriented. But what I hide, it sounds crazy, but what's hidden behind the five pillars is actually a huge mindset program. And what mindset is, is really change the way that people think. 
because I really think that if you don't change the way you think, you can't get different outcomes. Mm. I think for me, you know, I had all the factors in place and it was this as if like, you know, there's a car that's moving, which is all the stuff that's happening in my body and it wants to go. But my mindset was like the thing that kind of was, was a roadblock. Mm. And so as soon as I got that piece, then it could allow, you know, all the other things yeah. that we were implementing to, to take off. Question for you. You know, this is why I call it like be the pilot, not the passenger. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my car analogy is that I really teach people how to pilot your health. You know, and that is a very different skill set than knowing which mechanic store to go to. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm teaching the skill of how do you pilot your health? How do you become the pilot, not the passenger in your health? Right. Yeah, that's so empowering. You know, I think that when when you're experiencing chronic illness, it's really easy to fall back into like this victim mentality or this this feeling of helplessness. And then you stop having the energy and the motivation to to pilot yourself, right? To really, to really guide where you're going. And Charla just said it's about loving yourself. I think mm -hmm. it's even a couple more steps above that. It's about trusting yourself. Yeah trusting yourself. I think that's the skill I really teach in this program. And I had to learn that myself the hard way. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's so, so interesting is that, you know, I, I think I spent as a pleaser, a lot of years ignoring the own, my own signals, you know, the signals my body was giving me or emotionally I'd ignore them. And so, you know, kind of turns out that, that my, my body uh, kind of started screaming at me to get my attention because I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't paying attention otherwise, you know? And so now through this program, um, I really listen, I listen and I trust myself. You know, if I start to feel a little something or, or I'm feeling overwhelmed, you know, I stop and I listen and I trust, okay, like this is, this is a boundary that I'm, that I'm pushing up against. I need to, you know, either say no to something or, or honor something. So it's, yeah. it's really been learning about how to trust the signals that my, my body is giving to me. Well, you know, what's really cool too, is watching your journey as a pleaser. I have people do the first worksheet there in the program. It's called the three who's and you are definitely the pleaser. Yeah. And the biggest problem with pleasers is healthy boundaries. And what mm -hmm. I've seen your evolution in the last year is your boundaries are really healthy and in a great place right now. Yeah. You know, my, my husband told me the other day, he said, you know, I, I kind of liked it better when you were a people pleaser. <laughs> and now I say, no, no, you know, I got my boundaries set. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, he, he appreciates it, but yeah. But the yeah. reason that you were sick was because you were a people pleaser. That's right. That's right. But you didn't trust or value yourself or love yourself or commit to yourself. That's right. You know, but the consequence for other people is sometimes now, you know, they don't always get what they want, but you know, sorry, that's how it goes. Your body and your health will reflect what's going on. Up that's here. right. That's yeah. right. I'm joining the program. Probably that well, the financial piece, mm -hmm. but, but, but not even fully believing that it could work because yeah. if you believe that it, that it can work, then the money is, you know, sort of like a no brainer, you know, like if it means if there's a difference between, you know, not being able to get out of bed and living life again, like you'll find the funds. I agree with you, but, but you know, but here's the thing was, you know, you weren't even able to work, which is your right. source of income. Right. And so it's interesting the way that people think yeah. about investing money in themselves. They think that cost is like a fixed thing. But the thing is, is that the cost, yes, there is a cost, um, uh, there is an investment, right? But at the same time, what is the cost of not fixing this problem? Is astronomical. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was going over my bank statement from the last however many months of, of all the doctor's <laughs> visits. Scans. You went there. I mean, it's thousands and thousands of dollars mm -hmm. that I wasted. I could have just taken care of it doing this program. 
<laughs> like, why did I have to know that badly? And, you know, at the end of the road, I never found an answer anyway. So, yeah. Well, I think, look at it this way. If you spend money and you get the outcome that you want, then it's actually a good deal. But if you spend the money and you're the same or worse, that's the biggest, that's not a good investment. Right. Mm-hmm. You've got to think about what the value is if you get it. It's called return on investment. We think about that in terms of everything we invest in, but we don't think about that in terms of health. Yeah. Um, like you have to actually critically evaluate whatever money you're putting in your health. What is the return on that investment? Mm-hmm. And how many hundreds of thousands of dollars or how many years of disability is the cost that you're putting into not ending this problem now? That's totally. the, actually the real cost. But the thing is, if the cost of something you put in and you know it's going to work and you're not going to be able to go back to work and you know you're going to feel better, that's actually cheap. That's pennies on the dollar if you know something's going to work versus all the money. And, and it's a clear calculation. In my five pillars training, I actually go through a live calculation with a, with a live audience to actually demonstrate what is the cost of you've already put in and what's the cost if you don't end this problem now versus let's just end it right now. Mm-hmm. Let's just end this problem now. So return on investment is a really important way to evaluate all your investments, including investments and spending on health. Yeah. You know, I, I'm still getting bills in the mail from like a year, what, you know, a year or two ago. And I'm like, really? Um, and also, you know, before I started going to all these specialists, I tried to treat myself um, the best way I could. And I had all these supplements and, you know, and that that's money too, just buying supplements every month. And you're guessing, you don't really even know if you need that supplement or if it's working. Yeah. Yeah. I tell people, I only recommend shit that works. Yeah. <laughs> and in our program, our supplement recommendation is 100% is based on your personalized data, period. And I think that's how you should determine what you need in, as far as supplementation is concerned. Adding to your yeah. So here's a question. What sure. is something that you can do now effortlessly, hmm. whereas three months ago, you would like, have thought was impossible? Sit up. Right. <laughs> um, well, sit up. <laughs> I still appreciate that I can sit up. No ice helmet. Yeah, I don't have to wear my headache hat anymore, which is really nice. So right here, I got it. Ridiculous, but I, I took that for granted. Um, just I don't know, laughing, um, being able to drive somewhere, walking around, just things that are very basic. I don't take those for granted anymore. Like I'm just so grateful. Um, having energy, playing just feeling like a human doesn't take much anymore for me to be, you know, happy, just being able to, to function. You said my was powerful. What's something you learned about yourself that surprised you? Oh, just how much I lived in fear. Oh yeah. That's huge. Okay. Yeah. Tell me more. Okay. So, you know, I think I saw myself as someone that was very powerless in my own life Mm. and, you know, I kind of let myself be pushed around by people. And then, you know, even further than I felt kind of bullied by my own body. So finally there came a point where I was just like, no, you know, I'm not going to be bullied by people and I'm not going to be bullied by my own self, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and I kind of found that power within myself. Mm -hmm. And then I started to really, you know, believe that healing is possible and that kind of really turned things around. I remember distinctly actually having a conversation with you on one of our coaching calls where you said, I just told myself I'm going to I'm going to get into a car and do this today. Mm-hmm. Or I just told myself I am going to sit upright today. And I'm, I did it today. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I I really got tired of having my life being dictated by um things or people other than 
you know, my own self. And so I, I remember saying to you, Maggie, you know, I, I had this list of things that I wanted to do once I got better, mm-hmm. you know, and then I realized, you know, just sitting here, I, I, I don't think I'm just going to magically, you know, get better and then be able to do those things. It's going to be the opposite. I think I'm going to have to get out there, start living life, doing things, and then my body will follow. And that's exactly what You decide. You're the pilot. You're not the pilot anymore. Yeah. You decide. Yeah. You're the pilot. You're no mm-hmm. longer the passenger. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So I think, you know, mm-hmm. I was so distraught when my body started spazzing out on me, but now I'm so grateful because this is like a lesson I'll, I'll never forget. It really changed me. That mindset wise, it really changed me. I don't think it just changed you. I think it's going to change the your relationship with your partner, your family, your kids. Yeah. You know, their experience of you is totally different now than three months ago. Question for you. If there is somebody yeah. that's sitting at home on the computer right now and they're deciding whether they should just click a button to like watch our training or book a call with us uh, or join our Facebook group. Like if somebody's just sitting there deciding whether they should join, uh, join our training or not, what would you say to them right now? So I know that you're in a position right now where things are really unknown or you're scared or you've been disappointed for a really long time. Um, There's probably a lot of grief from not being able to do the things that you used to do or you're missing out on things. Um, But I want to tell you that your life doesn't have to be that way. There really is an option for you um, to turn everything around. And this is it because it's real. I lived it. It's real. Woo, that was a whirlwind. Woo. And I love the Aww. fact that Amy, as a family therapist, recognized that fear was her biggest obstacle. Yes. And that mindset work, working on how she thought, really helped her blow the lid off of all these health obstacles that she was facing. So I hope you enjoyed the interview as much as I did. And if you feel like you benefited from it and that someone else you know benefited, from it, make sure you in the comment section tag someone you know, like one or two people that you think could benefit from it. Because they may not listen to you, but they may listen to me or they may listen to Jamie. And sharing is and raising awareness is caring. So go ahead and make that happen. And I invite you to join our Facebook group, Transform Autoimmune Disease Naturally. All right, everybody. <laughs> that was amazing. I, I like that girl so much better that I saw on that screen than I did, you know, two years ago. Really? I like that girl. Tell me mm-hmm. what you mean by that. I, I like that she, I don't know, she seemed uh, more self-assured and positive and there's an innocence about her, you know, just enjoying the simple things in life and, and being appreciative. And I don't know, I, I, I liked that girl. I love the fact that you said you have a list of things that you're going to do. Yeah. I'm curious right now, what's something that you've done within the last just month or two that was on that list that you wouldn't have been able to do two years ago? Oh, like amusement parks. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I took a solo vacation by myself to a winery. That was really? fantastic. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm being active. I'm riding bikes. I'm chasing kids around. I'm drinking coffee. I couldn't do that before for some reason, but I'm okay with that now. So <laughs> I love it. Well, everybody, thank you so much. Thank you, Jamie, for joining our interview. Thank I you. You, off. you got clients waiting, so I'm going to let you go. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Okay. Thank you. Bye guys. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. That was, um, that was Jamie and she's a, Perfect example, I think, of answering the question, can mystery illnesses be related to autoimmune? Yes. Number one, like POTS, like IBS, um, like brain fog, like chronic fatigue syndrome.
The second question is, can it be turned around working in an online program better, faster, and more effectively? The answer is yes. And then number three, are the results sustainable? And the answer a year later is hell yes. So if you would like to learn more about us, make sure you join our Facebook group, Transform Autoimmune Disease Naturally. Um, you can also in the comment section, um, we're going to put a link for you to uh, watch our training, the five pillars training. Um, you can uh, check out our five pillars training to really truly understand the protocol for a root cause approach for autoimmunity. And hey, if you're ready to actually stop this pattern now at the root cause, you're ready to do something now. This interview spoke to you. Go ahead and book a call with us. The link is going to be in the comment section. Uh, and it's also underneath this video as well. Book a call. You're going to fill out an application just to give us more information so we can figure out if I can help you. And also if we're a great fit to work together. So, and you can learn more about how to work with us. So go ahead and book a call. That was awesome. Thank you for all the alumni for playing full out. I love all the comments that you guys have been coming in with. Um, and someone um, said, this made, this is great information for an alternative path to your situation. Someone's posting some, um, the information for the relative or friend. Um, someone else, uh, Diane alumni said, I can't plan anything. I never knew day to day what body part would be flared. Not anymore. Not anymore. I love that. Anyway, Thank you, everybody, for joining us for our Autoimmune Table Talk live today. If you like these reaction videos or you like these one-year follow-ups to answer the question about sustainability, if you could comment in the comment section below, I'll give you more of what you want. You want more live reaction videos, more one-year follow-up videos? If there's a specific diagnosis that you really want more videos about, I'd love for you to give me information down here in, in the comment section. I do read every comment and we make it happen. So help me help you and comment away. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great day.